Hi, this is Mary H.K. Choi, and you're listening to Hey Cool Life, a micropod about mental health and creativity. It is January 31st, 2019, and this is episode 30. Um, it's kind of wild to think that there are 30 episodes. This started very much as a mm, like an experiment to see how many I could do if I could sustain a daily practice and how I would feel. Um, so far, I'm really enjoying it. It is adding a sort of like a little bit of a layer of tension um, to my mornings. Like each time I wake up, I'm like, oh man, what am I going to talk about? Um, but I think that's okay. And in keeping with that, I asked a few people, well, I asked people on Instagram whether there were any topics that they would like to see covered. And yeah, like um, Alexis, and I won't say their last name because you know, I don't know what their vibe is, but Alexis asked me what I do to calm anxiety in an anxiety-inducing situation, and I thought that was like a really good practical question that I could answer, because I do know, I am aware that some of these can be like super sort of like circular and wavy and meandering, um, which is not to say that this is a promise that this one won't be, but so there are a few things that I do just to honor the fact that I am an anxious person. Like this, my brain is really fast. Uh, my brain is really creative. It is such a boon and it is absolutely like it's a fantasy machine and that does create anxiety and I know that those ingredients are absolutely just interwoven in not only my like actual like substantive ingredients but also in my viewfinder and my operating system so that's just a given like I am an anxious person who is prone because of an eating disorder and being able to self-soothe from the time I was a small age. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm prone to find most emotions like and situations generally intolerable. And yeah, so that's who I am. <laughs> I am also like a writer and an author. I don't know if everyone knows that, but anyways... So there are things that I do before I get into an anxiety-inducing situation because I know that most likely there will be an anxiety-inducing situation in my day. Um, And some of that stuff is things I've talked about before, like I have a daily journal practice where I write down all of my, um, just like the crap that my dreams and my sleeping and my stillness in the night just load my brain with and yeah most of it doesn't have any like real utility for me um although I can't really say that you know it 
in a black and white term. So like I get all that stuff down on paper. Um, sometimes I write a letter to the universe and I'm like, why am I thinking these things? Like, what's up with this? Blah, blah, blah. And then I write the universe's response back to me. And it's really, really, um, interesting what that slight change in framing, um, provides. And then I will meditate to sort of like look behind my eyes and sit inside of myself and so you know sometimes I'll I'll be like okay wow like I'm tired so I'm I'm extra anxious today like I just got like an extra serving um that's what it is and I yeah like I also don't have caffeine I love caffeine (laughs) I like anything that is a mood alterer, um, and I like anything that t- takes my anxiety and turns it into this like great propulsive rage. Um, like I really can run on just like self righteousness and indignation if I'm left to my own devices, and like I'll just pump caffeine through the day to sort of like fuel that furnace. But inevitably, I come out the other end, and I have no memory of what happened during the day, and I can't really engage in meaningful relationships with anyone in my life, um, because I'm so unable to do that even with myself. But what I do in the moment of an anxious situation is I usually take a pause sometimes I'll put my ear like my earbuds in and I'll take my phone and I'll walk it to somewhere where I have a little privacy sometimes that will have to be like the bathroom sometimes it is just like a corner a lot of these surroundings or places will be suboptimal but that's like completely beyond your control and kind of none of your business what you want is a pause and I set my phone timer for two minutes and I take that two minutes um whatever the situation is even if it feels like an absolutely like incendiary situation that is really urgent or everything in your brain and body is like this is an emergency like your your flight or fright your fight or flight response is like initiated like Whatever it is, try, like, see if you can plug into compassion for yourself. Like, in situations such as these, I will sometimes picture myself as like a young child. I've talked about that before. Call upon whatever framing you need to sort of like see your body and your brain and your mind with some compassion. Because in this moment, you're having like you're having a tough go so take two minutes someone else once told me that pause they think of it as an acronym for please assist until sanity enters um so when you take that two minutes your brain will be completely crowded and screaming and I will just sort of try to like breathe in a rhythmic manner, not small sips of breath, 
not like giant gulps and huge exhales. I'm also prone to fainting, which is like a, a fun thing. So I, I do really try to monitor my breath. And counting really helps. Like four counts in an inhale, hold it for four counts, and then eight counts as an exhale sometimes works for me and just focus on doing that for two minutes the other thing too is that if you are having a giant wave of anxiety try to see if you can just let it come I know that it feels like it's letting it come is like activating a launch sequence that will just like spiral you completely out. But trying to stop that for in my experience has often made it worse and giving me the illusion of control over it sometimes sends me into a spiral of self-loathing and from self-loathing I usually just shut down Um, it's really hard and I completely relate and have so much sympathy and compassion and love for those moments in which you feel so soundly betrayed by your ingredients and your body and you're just so just like put out and angry and resentful And I totally get that. And I've spent a long, long time doing that. Um, But if you can allow just a little space to let that anxiety come without levying a value judgment on what this means, like, check in with yourself to see if your self-talk is like just spiteful and if it is notice it and like maybe attempt to just like tap into the part of you that like can feel any sympathy for you and I want to sort of make the um, note that this is not for moments of like suicidal ideation. This is not for moments of like depression when you really physically can't get off the floor for like multiple days. To be totally truthful, that is like very, very far beyond um, my capabilities. And I. I also simply do not have personal experience around those situations, so I cannot and and will not speak on them. But for an anxious moment, in the same way that, like, you know, when you're having a good moment or a good day, there is a part of you that's like, wow, this is not going to last forever. By that same rationale and by that same experience, bad moments and bad days will not last forever and again this has this for me um 
like I just don't know about like actual situations in which you need to be like medicated or you need help um but yeah in that anxiety inducing moment two minutes can give you like just the smallest incremental shift sometimes it also helps me if it's really bad to tell someone so I'm not holding it by myself and like me telling someone initiates the thinking that well stops me from like repetitively and ruminatively like trying to convince myself that it isn't happening because that can also just like trying to suppress it in that way like sometimes has made my anxiety a lot worse um but yeah like these moments come and if you can let them come and let them be what they are and if your thoughts are spiraling don't don't try not to feel like oh that's really bad that's really bad that's really bad like notice that the thoughts are spiraling and see if you can't just like ease your way back into focusing on the fact that you're breathing and that this will pass some days are so rough some days are about those two minute increments that you daisy chain together until you have an hour and you daisy chain that hour to another slew of two minute intervals and you get another hour and some days are just stringing these together until you can hopefully sleep and just pray to the universe that you'll be delivered a different day tomorrow Um, so yeah, it's not like, I really wish I had like, this is, this is the five, these are the five fail safe things I do, or like a technique, but I take a pause, I talk to myself, I talk to myself kindly, I talk to myself as if I'm a child, I focus on my breathing, I try not to like go there where it's like, you know, pull it together. You should be like this. And like, why are you like this? And da, 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 da. Like, why are you like this as a question is pretty simple as far as what you're capable of thinking about in that moment, which is you are anxious because you're anxious. Like, that's kind of it. Like, sometimes rooting in my brain for a reason or trying to like figure out or like CSI you know the different reasons that I'm I'm in this finite moment in time like that also sends me in a spiral so these are the things I do um I know that tapping is sometimes a thing that other people have found helpful. I never remember the correct sequence that I'm supposed to be like tapping in. But what I do do is I take my thumb and my forefinger and I like tap on my clavicle. 
with one hand and I tell myself like gentle gentle and I do that I do that kind of a lot like I do that at the first sign of an anxiety that I notice in my life where I'm like oh this is anxiety or like oh I'm trying to like power through something to ignore the anxiety so yeah like mostly the thing about anxiety is like acknowledging it and giving yourself permission and it permission to like enter and be as it is and like that really is like one of those adages of like the only way over is through so I pause I allow myself to take myself out of that situation even briefly I breathe I set a timer I tell a friend um, and if your friend is like really reactive and it's like you should do this you should do that like don't engage um If you have a particular fear or anxiety about a thing, write it down. Don't write down what you're going to do about it, the action plan, blah, blah, blah. Just write it down. Put it down. Like that committing it to paper, let that be you putting it down, like putting it on a shelf just for a second. And yeah, don't blame yourself if at all possible and don't like hate your ingredients if at all possible I've found that it makes things a lot worse and try not to do anything that counteracts it like my entire childhood, adolescence and most of adulthood was spent trying to do something about the anxious state that I simply am Um, so yeah, if you find utility in that I hope, well, I hope you find utility in that. I apologize if it is not like a magical um, technique. It is very imperfect, much like me, much like this. Um, I really appreciate all the questions. Alexis, I hope this helps. Have a gentle day um, and thanks. Thanks.